This is WKSU News. I'm Kelly Craybill. More than a year and a half into the pandemic, COVID continues to take a toll. Some families have used social media to share updates about loved ones who have tested positive for the coronavirus. I reconnected with a former colleague who had shared her family's story on Facebook. I used to work with Erin Long at Altcare Insurance. While we were coworkers, we had different jobs, in different departments, and on different floors. I haven't seen her in two years, but from reading her social media posts, I know that her life has changed in the last six months. Her dad died from COVID-19 on March 17th. We walk through her split-level house in Canton to the kitchen, where her husband is putting some chicken on a plate to put on the grill for dinner. Her six-year-old son is playing with a dog. What are you guys making? Uh, barbecue chicken with some Mexican rice. We walk out of the sliding door, stand a few feet from the grill, and talk about what it's been like without her dad. You know, I'll blow through a day and think like, oh, I haven't even really thought much about him today. And then there's days that, I mean, it hits, you know, right when I get up and it's all day. The deck has a table for outdoor dining and a few lounge chairs near the sliding door. She likes to sit out here and think about her dad. He liked the outdoors. Aaron's golden doodle is on the deck with us. She holds her dog's leash so he doesn't jump on me. He got to meet him before he got sick, and my dad's like, did he have a brother or sister available? And I kept thinking like, oh my God, thank God they didn't go back and get a brother or a sister because my mom (laughs) would be stuck with this horse. Aaron's dad was in the hospital for most of February and half of March. Only her mom was allowed to visit him because of the coronavirus restrictions, but Erin called the nurse's station every day to check on her dad's status. While driving to jury duty on March 16th, she called the hospital as part of her daily routine. The nurse told her to come in for a family meeting. I immediately pulled over in a parking lot and started sobbing on the phone with her. I went in to see him with my mom, and he was like, oh, hey, and just talking like normal. And I'm like, this is not normal. Like, I'm coming in here because... You're like, you're done. I know why I'm here. She says her dad had the virus for about two months. He started to feel sick in January with a stuffy nose and a sore throat, so he got tested for COVID. Her mom called her a few days later and told her that it came back positive. Aaron says the virus attacked his lungs. He was released from his first trip to the emergency room, but a few days later, his pulse monitor showed his levels to be in the low 80s. A healthy read is at least 95, so his wife called the ambulance. He then spent about 10 days in the hospital before being discharged. He was home on really low oxygen. He was down to like two liters of oxygen. He was in his man cave in the basement. I mean, walking back and forth, paying bills, going to the bathroom. I mean, just doing normal. And then his pulse ox started dropping again. We drive over to her parents' house in Maslin to see her dad's man cave. Aaron says he spent about 80% of his time here. It's wall-to-wall wood paneling, has a few recliners, and a leather couch. Aaron comes down here every week to help out her mom. Every time we come down here to pay bills, it's like a jab in the stomach a little bit. When her dad's oxygen level dropped again on February 25th, he went back to the hospital. This time, he was never discharged. The hospital arranged for hospice services there. They did some x-rays and stuff, and his lungs were just obliterated. You looked at the x-ray, and it was like you were looking at the cloudiest sky you've ever seen. Aaron's dad began hospice the day of the family meeting. At one point, he called his six-year-old grandson to say goodbye. 
but the conversation was cut short because her dad got choked up with emotion. He passed away at 1.06 the next morning. I just got those last 12 hours with him, and that was, that was it. It just sucks being a daddy's girl, and daddy's not here. Long says she didn't realize how connected she was with her dad until he was gone. Sometimes she still picks up the phone to give him a call. Then she remembers he's no longer here. I'm Kelly Craybill, WKSU.